Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Berridge and this is a show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it or a few weeks later. Uh, and then I just do a podcast, stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Joining me today, like normal, is Juliana. Say hello, Juliana. Hello, everyone. What book did you just download from the library app? I just got Adrian Tchaikovsky, Children of Ruin. Great. The second book in one of my favorite beginnings to a series <laughs> for a long time. Okay. I, uh, I, read, uh, I read the first one, Children of Time. Me too. Very good book. Then Children of Ruin, I also think is a very good book. One of those rare books where I'm like, hey, this follow-up book is like just as good as the first book. That's really yeah. great. Unfortunately, we're going to be talking about uh, the, the third book here, which I very much was... I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy it. I mostly didn't enjoy it. Let me put it that way. You mostly didn't enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, okay. and I just want to get this out of the way now because you. I was complaining before about... like, Oh, you complained to me before where I went on for a really long time when I was talking about all the bad things about a book and in yeah. the end was like, actually, you know, this uh, wasn't... as <laughs> yeah. wasn't, Sea of Tranquility wasn't all that bad. You know, some good timey-wimey stuff in the end and you're like, wait. Anyway, so just up front, this book is getting like two stars or something. Okay. Which means two stars means... It's. I don't think it's worth reading, and I'm not recommending it. Like okay. two and a half stars is that completely average between zero and five stars. It's like sure, it might not have been for me, but I actually think I'm going to give this a negative rating of probably about two stars. Okay. And I've had time to think about this yes. because I finished this book before December. Before no, no, December. Sorry, before in December, before January. Like, <laughs> okay. So it was actually the last book that I finished last year. Let me put okay. it this way. But I didn't want to review it straight away because. I want to get into some of the stuff that happens in this book. Not full to spoiler territories, but at the end I will explain wh why I found this lacking. Yeah. But in doing so, it it's not going to spoil um, Aversion by Alistair Reynolds. But it would have been really weird to talk about this book in this way while you were still reading Aversion by oh, Alistair I Reynolds. See. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And reading these two books back to back, which both of them came out last year. There's like the latest book by Alistair Reynolds, the latest book by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Yeah. And they are dealing with some similar thing, not completely. So talking about one doesn't completely spoil the other one. Yeah. But I thought this was going to be more difficult to review while you were still reading a version and now i finished i know you still finished, but then we did like three other podcasts since then yes. uh, but uh, but now we're going to get into this book so i do have quite a few notes okay um uh from from december so yeah. and, and i've got quite a clear statement that i want to make about this okay and while i'm going to try and not get into too deep spoilers or anything this first section of setting it up is is i think important yeah, so this so, is part of the chil children series. Let me just say oh, something. Yeah. So you're recommending the, the the listeners either to also just not not caring about this book yeah. too much, or already having read this and a version. Uh, no, no, I, no. I'm not going to get into spoilers. I'm saying it would be like unless you are currently reading either this book yeah. or a version yeah. by Alistair Reynolds. Yeah. This podcast is totally fine to listen to. Okay, good. But I didn't feel like I, Luke Burridge, mm -hmm. could have a conversation with you, Juliana Kunzendorf, <laughs> yeah. about this book, Children of Memory, while you were reading Eversion by Alistair Reynolds. Right. Okay. Now that you've finished that book, yeah. I can mention stuff in this book and, yeah. and you'll be able to pick up on it and, you know, relate it to things, but not me saying, oh, Eversion does this better. Yes. 
and you know what a version does better and I know what a version does better and people who've read both books or people who've only read a version or not but again I can compare them without giving away story points but like on a quality level without without impinging on your enjoyment of one or the other okay Let me put it that, that way. makes sense all so, right I was wondering how I was going to start this mm. there's lots of children of books yes. do you know that This is yes. Children of Time. Yeah. There's also Children of Ruin. Yes. But there's also The Children of the Sky. Yes. You remember that book by yes. Werner Vinge? Yes, I do. Uh, th there's lots of books with children in them. There's also Chil Children of, of God. Children of Men. Children of Men. Yeah, Children of Men and Children of God, which yeah. is by P.D. James and... Oh, there's another one. Mm. Actually, I know it's going to be right under this one. Uh, Sparrow, Mary Doria Russell, the follow-up to Sparrow. So yes. Children, of, Children of God. That's not the best thing, actually. I made a note before I copy this out. You've also got City. This is the, There's lots of children books and there's lots of stars books and there's lots of space books. Okay. But the City is the, is the most science fiction book review podcast uh, name. So we've got City by Clifford D. Simic. Then you've got Permutation City, Chasm City, Zoo City, Blackfish City, City of Illusions, which is a recent one, which yes. made me think of this, City of Golden Shadow, The City and the Stars, and The City and the City. <laughs> city and the City. <laughs> so okay, lots, we, of, lots of cities. There's lots of cities, but there's also children. So okay. you can say that this is a continuation of... Uh, uh, the uh, Children of Time, Children of Ruin, Children of Memory. But yeah. when I reviewed Children of Time, I said, this is kind of a follow-on from like Werner Vinge because it's like the um, the actual Deepness in the Sky, which is his Zones of Thoughts book. Yes. Um, where there, it's sort of like, oh, people, uh, like some humans in orbit around a planet and there's spiders down on the planet. Yeah. And, and there's a bit of, uh, a bit of the... Um, Uh, the Crucible of Time mm. by John Brunner, which is about a, a, a people like a, a, a race of, of species knowing that they've got to get into space, and it's told over many, many generations. Yes, and I said the Children of Time is like you know deepness in the sky crossed with spiders and <laughs> humans in orbit looking yeah. down and seeing yeah. how the spiders develop. Yeah, crossed with Crucible of Time to get Children of Time. Yes. Um, yeah, and then you have Children of Ruin, which is like off in a different direction with a different species of alien. And then we get Children of Memory, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tie this directly back to the Vernavinji. Okay. Okay, Vernavinji, um, the first book in that one, Fire Upon the Deep, classic book, won the Hugo's and Nebulas, whatever, really great book. Yes. Very good. Yes. Interesting alien, and we love the interesting alien, the dog-like aliens oh, yeah. with their brains spread apart, and you know, yes, uh, all all that cra cra crazy stuff. Now humans are interacting with them; it's mm -hmm. a great way into the story. Um, and then there's Deepness in the Sky and the even though we read that and you didn't get through it and nope. I rated it really low the thing that I remember most about that and enjoyed most is about all the spiders on the on the planet and that is the fun part that's the fun part and yeah. I was like oh that's what I remember and I forgot there's loads of boring space politics and you know dystopian stuff on the spaceships hanging around there and that's and really the grim humans to are really not likeable yeah but you remember the cool aliens <laughs> yes and then I read Children of the Sky And it's like Werner Vindy was like, hey, you know those really cool aliens in the first book? Yeah, okay. And you, you know the really cool aliens in the second book? And you're like, yeah, yeah, really cool. What do you want? You want to spend time with all of the viewpoint characters are going to be human children. Let's go. And I'm like, wait, I'm not reading this. I'm not reading the follow-up book to, you know, A Deepness in the Sky and, no, Fire Upon the Deep and Deepness in the Sky. I don't want a book about 
like with the, with the viewpoint character being human children mm. and like oh these really cool aliens that are hanging around ah don't worry about them it's going to be about the relationships and the, these small children like these human children growing up and I'm like I don't care like uh, like that's not why I'm reading a zones of thoughts book you know so, that's uh, that's not what I'm interested in here I, I totally understand but you, but you now said a, a book title I, I didn't quite get Children, Children of, the, of the Sky Children of the Sky is the third book of the Verna Vinge oh, book okay. okay and it's a, it's another Children of book yes. and it feels like you know Adrian Tchaikovsky is working in this space like let's introduce a weird alien and see how society builds up like how society works with this yeah. weird alien yeah. humans can interact with it or humans can be in orbit looking down at them yeah. anyway so that's what we do let me go through this as well book one Children of Time Spiders yes you know it's about spiders spiders and ants and all this crazy stuff going down and there's a human in orbit who's looking down and there's something going on back on earth but let's not worry about that you know so that's it's it's really great like children of time fantastic really yes. loved it children of ruin which is the book that you just started yes is about um is about uh, octopuses octopus yeah, yeah. I have you already so got into octopuses no well i'm i started the book and uh octopus octopus is mentioned yeah. octopuses octopuses is mentioned because yeah. that guy has um aquariums back home yeah, yeah, with yeah. octopus Either so way, it's it, mentioned already it, so i expected to, to give it away the same kind of thing with the spiders but with octopuses instead okay, okay so right. you go all right great so same Fun. same kind of thing and there's another alien thing in there as well which i'm not going to give away because I, i didn't know literally until we started recording like until two minutes before we started recording you're like i downloaded this book yesterday and i'm like what children of uh, memory and you're like oh no children of chaos okay so <laughs> Ruin. Uh, so, ruin. Children oh, yeah. of ruin. Ruin. Do I keep saying chaos? I'm not sure. Yeah, ruin don't... and chaos. There should be a children of chaos. That's anyway, a good book, book so title. We got spiders. We've got oct octopuses. And then children of memory. Here we go. The third book. And it's like Adrian Tchaikovsky learned all the wrong lessons from Werner Vinge. And it's like, what you want is to spend a lot of time with young, with a young human child. And I'm like, no, I don't. And like 50% of this book is told from the point of view of, Again, a, of, a, okay. of a human child. And... Uh, an, an interesting human child and like yeah there's other stuff going on in the background there's mystery like that like it's just so much and I was like oh I I realized I don't care like it, I mm. really don't care about human children and all the authors do it in the same all the authors tell the story in the same way like they dumb down the English and the sentences get shorter and less mm -hmm. complicated there's like this style of writing which is now oh now I'm doing young child stuff now Adrian Tchaikovsky does a very good version of that okay and it's actually this, i expected that yeah it's, it's he's a very good writer so he's doing a very good young human child mm -hmm. but it is way too much of that considering i wanted the third book in this series i know it's weird to say this kind of wanted more of the same than the previous <laughs> just different. i wanted another <laughs> like the humans to visit another planet accidentally set up or and purposefully or accidentally set up another race uplift some mm -hmm. uh you know earth animals dolphins if you're doing david Brin uplift series yeah. and, and and monkeys in fact monkeys were meant to be the things that yes. were uplifted but it was spiders instead yeah now there is some cool part of this is we do discover there's another planet which is here it's crows or corvids ravens yes and the ravens have taken over and they've got their own uplifted intelligence and their Ooh. brain is kind of spread out that's like fun some of them are id ravens and some of them are ego ravens or some of them are left brain ravens and some of them are <laughs> right brain you know like some of them are analytical and some of them are memory so one doesn't remember anything but can't analyze and yeah. the other one so they have to communicate you know. they're fun concepts this is a fantastic concept which makes up about five percent of this book no yeah 
five percent yeah and i'm like i want that to be the 50 percent section you know like getting to know the getting to know this another planet with you know it could be like random aliens invented aliens but i like what would what would ravens be like if they were uplifted what would dolphins be like how would they be different from humans if they had human level intelligence but like didn't speak or had to you know do stuff with echolocation yeah or even then like just an idea take the the first uh, societies of aliens that you, that you were introduced in the first two books yeah. and then i don't know have them interact or find out well, about other things that, well, that, that like, is it i mean in in children of ruin that is what happens oh okay yeah no, well, like, I, i don't know the, yet, the, but... some spiders do turn up if you know oh, what i mean okay so it's, it's again I'm not, i don't want to give too much away but like expect that it's not purely octopuses in the second book so and then that does happen in here this is a book about a crew coming from like the previous book or like mm-hmm. the, the the planets from the previous book so it's a crew of all our previous aliens So you've got humans, you've got spiders, you've got octopus. In fact, I actually made some notes here. So yeah, you've got, you've got, uh, I was going to say you've got Paul the octopus, but lots of octopuses are called Paul and there's Fabian and Portia, they're spiders, but there's lots of, there's, you know, because they always like every generation. Okay. Who's going to be be the Portia in this generation? And, um, and then you've got Miranda, who's a human and there's other stuff, which I'm not going to go into because, you know, I don't want to give away everything that happens in Children of Ruin, but you get these different things. Oh, and Avrana Kern, Avrana Kern is there, who's from the previous book, but she's still, yeah, she's now just a computer memory and she's coming along as another, another form of computer, uh, computer system, uh, AI system as well. So we do have different kind of consciousnesses. Yeah. So what this book is, it's about 50% small human child, uh, let's say 40% like what's this crew doing Mm -hmm. and how are they, you know, interacting with this new world that they've turned up to. Um, But there's only humans on this new world. And so, uh, and then the the crow stuff is kind of told in backstory, and oh. then Gethy Gethy and Gimli are there. What's what's their names? Gothy Gothy and Gethly, are the two crows that are along with them. But there's only two of them. And I was like, I want the whole planet full. Like, why can't we be on the crow planet? <laughs> yeah. And that's told in like a flashback and is over really quickly. I'm like, no, I will. That's more. what this book Wait, was going to be about. So yeah. I just want to say mm. this book. It wasn't what I wanted, and I was disappointed that it was so focused around a human, a, a, a small human child. Okay. Even if the what this book is trying to be, it's yeah. a good version of it, which is it's a it's a good it's a fun crew, it's a diverse crew. The interactions between the different people are great. the The way that they 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 pass as humans, mm-hmm. like. An octopus trying to pass as a human. I'm not going to give it away. It's insanely clever in the book. It's really fun, and I'm not going to give it away. But it's like there is again. There's lots of this really good stuff in the story that he's trying to tell. Okay. About what happens if a spaceship with spiders and uh, and octopuses and humans. I'm just and even trying it, to imagine how yeah. this would work. Yeah. Meanwhile, down on the planet. It's this. It's this similar kind of thing that we that we were talking about in the uh, Adrian Tchaikovsky um, book that we read last year, the Elder Race. Yeah. Where the people down there don't really understand. So it's like a few too many generations from the founding. Right. So they're f- too far removed from yeah. the the first interaction from the f- first humans. Yeah. That and settled. the technology is all dropping down. Right. The tractors don't work anymore. It's like really <laughs> like you're going off a cliff. It's gone off a cliff, and yeah. it's not working out well for the local people. But they know there's they know that they did come from earth but they don't know much anyway the young girl is um is uh is um 
she reads fairy tales, fairy mm. stories, mm-hmm. and there weirdly there is something weird out in the in the, in the woods. You're like, oh, uh, okay. is it is it an alien or is it th- those people coming down? Or like, is you know, are they the witch? Like, so there's a witch out in the in the field, and there's these great parts where they get, almost exactly the same kind of thing from Elder Race, where you go, I'm not a I'm not a magician, I'm a scientist. <laughs> yeah. No, and I'm not this. And in the end, it's sort of like I'm not a wizard, I'm a wizard. Yeah. You know, I'm not actually a wizard. What I am is a wizard. Like, yeah, we only have one word for all yeah. of those kind of things you can't you can't uh, explain the word just yeah. with the word and in this yeah. it's a great thing and this is what adrian tchaikovsky does really well he draws yes. all these comparisons and links between things yeah and he's saying oh you know in the fairy tales like i'm going to use the word witch but in the fairy tales they they have different names mm. sometimes it's a witch sometimes it's a demon sometimes it's a genie mm-hmm. sometimes it's an artificial intelligence sometimes and you're like oh right so for people in the future like what are the what is the what is the thing in the book which like no in the fairy tale which like tricks somebody into doing what they want you get yes. the witch oh if you do this oh now i've captured you yeah. like a genie will will do like grant you a wish but in a, you know with a monkey's paw kind of wish you yeah. know and they do something bad and a demon you can sell your soul to the like what's the mythological thing which you make a deal with and yeah. then it backfires on you yes um, or like the fairy <clears throat> godmother you know you can get this done you can you can get this changed until the certain point of time and then it goes goes all backwards again you know yeah but fairy of... godmothers are generally classed as uh, benev- benevolent and yeah. uh, and if their one of their spells goes wrong it's for a bad reason whereas witches demons genies oh, you already expected like, to be you're, like you're going into it going all right i'm gonna sell my soul to the devil right uh, or i'm going to whatever is gonna you know that's and they're gonna, gonna be consequences and there's gonna be consequences mm. and i love the fact that uh, an artificial intelligence uh is listed along them mm. you know because this star-faring race who's got there and of course their colony is breaking down mm. but there's the idea that there's an ai that you might make a deal with and might and it might screw you over <laughs> yeah. like a witch would do or a yeah. genie or a, you know whatever it's going to be yeah um so there's lots of good stuff in that section but okay. again a bit too overwhelmed with with the with that you know with a bit too heavy on the actually this is a story about a young girl and so like you said that you were kind of like um you had expectations and and they were disappointed if if you would have known in advance what you know now with okay there's the 50 percent uh story from the child's point, yeah. of point of view but it is still written very cleverly and really well no i don't say it's written cleverly and really well i say there's well written and clever things in the book okay but that would not now change your perspective not how you would perceive yeah it. if i had different expectations going in yeah like this book is a book which is going to be 50 told from the point of view of a child it might not be 50 it might be less i'm just saying okay. what it felt like yes you know after going you know um uh, you know fire upon the deep deepness mm. in the sky mm-hmm. children of the sky i was like what's what this book doesn't belong with the others and it's actually interesting to i just looked to hear some other um some Uh, reviews. Yeah. Lindsay rated it five stars. The previous two books in the series are hard act to follow, you know. Um, so I was skeptical that the series had anything left to say or explore. But this is, and he, and he does, oh, maybe that's not the other one, but it's like people are saying, um, you know, it, it's, it's like, 
Uh, oh, here it is. Colin Forbes rated it four stars. Fans of the series so far should definitely read. It's far from being more of the same, but tells a very different kind of story while still be rooted in the existing law of the preceding books. Mm-hmm. It is a very different story from before. Yes. And it's not that I just wanted more of the same. Mm. Like, I'd be totally happy with something completely different if it wasn't then 50% a small human child. Right. And I'd have liked, it could have been a different story, which was, I don't know, make that character an adult or whatever. Okay. Um, so all of that is to say, I'm now going to go to like, if you think this book is for you, read it uh, or do whatever. Yeah. But now I'm going to branch out into into uh, territories which could be considered spoilers. Okay. So two stars from me for everyone who's read, uh, listened up to this point. Okay, carry on. If you want to, if you want to read the book, just know there's an extra massive reason why Luke is giving this two stars. Okay. Because if it wasn't what I expected, but I was rating it for what it was in this way, what, what I've said so far, yeah. I would give it like oh, three stars, three and that a half sounds, stars, maybe. Sound, that sounds quite like that. And I, I consider reading it uh, just after yes. what you told me there. What I'm going to go into now is, is actually, let's do it. I'm going to blow the spoiler horn and and just go for this. Okay. Because I'm actually telling, I, I actually say people could read it, but just know there's a massive reason why Luke is knocking this, Luke is literally knocking two stars off this book. Okay. But it has, it is going behind the spoiler horn. Right. Okay? Go for it. And I'm totally fine with still totally reading fine. the book afterwards. Yeah, if you want, still want to read the book afterwards, yes. you can. Spoiler okay. horn. <laughs> no, you got to do the horn because people might not, might not have been paying attention. They're like, did he mention spoiler? No, this is it. Okay. So. Yes. What's really disappointing, like the most disappointing things you can do in television or movies or whatever, mm-hmm. is that you wake up, oh, and it was all the dreams so and nothing mattered. All oh, right, let's carry on. That was all just a dream. You know, it's the way that you uh, yes. write out an entire like three series of seasons of television or something. Oh, it's just a dream. Oh, yeah. Actually, the person who we killed off who was who and the ratings plummeted because we killed this person off. They, it was all a dream. This last three seasons of a dream. <laughs> we can he, bring him back. He's just in the shower. <laughs> oh, it was all a dream. Okay, bring him back. Yeah. Okay. It makes everything like not worth anything, you know. Yes. And you can do this with like sometimes with it, 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 there's good ways of doing this or bad ways of doing this. Yeah. Like it's possible to do it badly where you go, oh, something well, someone went back in time and changed. So you know, like with the Star Trek, they're mm-hmm. like everything, nothing matters. Like that, ex- that, that season or that not season or whatever it is. Like it, none of that matters yeah. anymore. So you're downgrading the meaningfulness of something. Yeah. How, yeah. What is a way of downgrading the meaningfulness of something? Like one of the, you can do it with time. Yeah, you can do it with it. It was all just a dream. Yeah, I think one movie where I think for me that yeah. was done really well yeah. was the sixth and sixth sense. No, but that doesn't make it for me, meaningless. No, okay. no, no. But for me, the 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 the, the, the swapping no. stuff. Okay, but sixth sense is a classic twist. Yes, is a classic twist. Yes, and I don't want to say that the good twists can't happen. Yeah. Because there were some great, there's some great twist stories. Oh, you thought it was all this. However, that can work with a movie. It can mm. work with a TV show episode. Yeah. But when you come to novel length things, yeah. when do you want the twist? And here's the big thing. Mm. You want the twist, probably I would say about a third to a half of the way in. Okay. And then once you're half, about half, a third of the way in, you have the twist. Mm-hmm. And then what does that mean to the characters who, where the twist 
is it, 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 the characters who are living with this mm. once they discover the terrible secret of space how does it impact them and what does it change what's, about yeah, what's them? the outcome and what's the outcome yeah. which is why i wanted to talk about aversion by alistair reynolds not to spoil it yes. but there isn't just one twist yeah it's there are multiple twists yes. coming there's multiple so once it happens then that person goes oh this is slightly different i'm gonna act differently and the character acts differently until there's another twist yes and then they go oh well now i know that i'm gonna act differently and there's like another three or four twists in yeah. that book whatever but also it's the the realization that they like we are coming along with them yes. re slowly realizing something yes something is odd and something is weird yeah, something is odd it's and like... something is weird and that was the weird thing reading this book or listening to the audio of this book directly after aversion yeah because in the same way that you're reading that all i had in my mind was they're like what's this thing out here and there's lots of like this weird um I didn't mention it before, but there's lots of like out of order, like non like nonlinear storytelling. Right. And also the main character is sometimes the granddaughter of somebody, mm -hmm. but sometimes she's the great, 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 great granddaughter. And the characters are going, why did she say she's the granddaughter when that was generations ago? Okay. And there's all of this weird stuff where like this, the, our main character on this on this planet. In fact, I made, made an end of it. What's her name? Lif. You know, uh, Hearest Holt was the colony ship um, uh, captain. And these are now humans these on are the humans planet. on this planet. Yeah. And Lif is the granddaughter. Yes. So, but Lif is always talking about Holt, her, her, her grandfather. Right. But it's just, we just get stuck. I wouldn't say in a time loop. We get stuck in a narrative loop of her going, something's out in the forest. There's a witch out in the forest. What's yeah. going on? And also something with my grandfather. And all of the humans who are meeting her going, oh, this this character, like sometimes it's a grandfather. And it's just this weird, you know, stuff going on. And this lasts for 85 to 90% of the book. Are we being stuck in this Okay, what's the terrible secret of space? What is it out in the forest? And why do we have all of this confusing storytelling going mm -hmm. on? And it's really not good because it's really repetitive. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make me think anything more because, again talking about talking about this um uh, aversion by mm. Alistair Reynolds the parts of the book which you think are moving too fast are the ones where the the the, the reveals come too quickly yeah. and it only feels slow when you've kind of already worked out or you've already formulated your theories about what could be going on and the character itself hasn't yet yes the character themselves hasn't formulated the theory but you have yeah. and then the character formulates the theory of what's happening yeah and then as they are either confirmed correct or incorrect or yeah. you are confirmed correct yes. or incorrect you're yeah. like oh great yes. now we can move on to the fallout from this the, yes. the aftermath of the this actual or, thing that's yeah. going on actually what's going on now we know that how is our character going to react to it yeah unfortunately lith isn't in on it but she also doesn't have any like starting to, things starting to dawn on her no, she, because she finds she, things weird or no because she's inside the she's one of the things inside the system let me put it that way okay and our human characters are not our human characters some of them are you know spiders and yeah <laughs> and octopus and stuff but they're looking at this going what's going on here but we don't get most of it from their point of view so right. we get somebody in a situation where weird stuff is happening who has no curiosity about the weird narrative stuff or oh. the weird relationship stuff which is going on. They're only worried about the terrible secret of space, which is like, what's the thing in the forest? Okay. 
And I'm thinking, well, the weird thing in the forest could be this, or it could be that, or it could be this. And then I just, you know, thought that in, you know, in the the chapter two or three. I'm thinking, okay, what's it? <laughs> yeah. And then the, when the narrative stuff coming, like the out of order narrative stuff comes, I was like, oh, well, it could be either be this, this, or this. So mm. I had like, you know, five different things what it could be after right. the, after the first 15 percent of the book. Then we get another 70% of the book where it just keeps looping over and over and over. Again, not not time looping. It's not like a, you know, it's not like a Groundhog Day kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it but, could, you could say it is, but like, but it's, it's, what I'm saying is like, we just keep getting more of the same. What's but, the witch in the forest? So we're being introduced to more options that this could no. be. But no, no, not more options. Just let's go over this another time. Uh, let's go over this another time. Liff, let's story it. Let's tell a bit more story about Liff. And like, is is her grandfather now her normal grandfather, or is it like many generations ago grandfather? Like, do trees like because the trees are all dying and stuff, and they're like, are, are there still trees here? And they're not trees here. Oh, there's now there's trees, but beforehand there weren't trees. And like the characters are going, well, I don't understand what's going on, and I'm like. And you, you kind of see it coming so far away, but nothing happens until 90% of the book. And then they're like, and the big reveal is this. Mm. And I'm like, great. Okay, good. We could have got to that, like, you know, in a, a, how long is this audiobook? I, I brought up the Audible page here. It's a 13-hour audiobook. And I was like, right, five hours ago or at hour five of the audiobook, yeah. we should have been here. Like, if this was novella length, if this was, if this story was told in the same time span as Elder Race yeah. by Adrian Tchaikovsky, yeah. it would be like a four-star book, no problem at all. Because I'm like, I don't expect in a novella or a short story, I don't expect, like, after the twist, then another, like, 50% of payoff. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in... It's a different pacing. It's a different pacing yeah. kind of thing. Mm. In here, it's sort of like the story of a short story or novella spread out over to a novel, but not in the right way. Mm. Like the spread is wrong. The pacing is wrong. And it just felt boring and tedious despite the fact that as i say what i was reading in those sections like oh here's another scene with the crew with the octopuses <laughs> and the things like that all great no problem at all with that yeah here's another exploration of like memory like because someone is a computer like avril khan is a computer cell is a simulation yeah and these other are all stuff really which i'm fun... not going to give away because you're literally reading the the second book in the series of yeah. stuff that's going it on sounds all like really fun elements and creative ideas that yes, you would want to read about but it's all hanging on a central you know what's the um what do i keep saying the 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 mystery of space the the what yeah, is the it? Mis- no, what I keep the saying. The secret of space. Yeah, what's the what's the secret? The dark what, secret what, of yeah, space. Yeah, what's the, ter- the terrible secret of space? Terrible. I know it's, it's some it's some internet meme from like literally fifteen years ago. Some oh, flash oh, animation. Oh, I thought that was what it was no, no, called. No, no, no. Yeah, I think okay. it's about something. I, I don't know. There's, this is like flash animations from like maybe the, I, I say fifteen years ago, longer probably. than that, like twenty years ago, probably. <laughs> that I don't um, know about. It, yeah, it's something to do with the pusher robots and Who? pusher robots, robots that push you down the stairs. Um, Robots that push you downstairs. It's a it's a dumb internet meme okay, from twenty I, years ago. I, will I don't. Look it up I don't remember. That's not my generation. Like, I don't know that. Uh, like we're protecting you from this terrible secret of space, and oh. to do that, they push your grandmother down the stairs. I think it is. It's like okay. Yeah. It's that's like, do creepy. you have stairs? And it's like, hey, I'm we're I'm a member of the pusher robots. Do you have stairs on your house? Great. I'm going to come to protect you from the terrible secret of space. 
<laughs> I will check I that know. out. Anyway, the uh, Geek Nights <laughs> podcast often talk about this as sort of like, all right, you just, they talk about it with anime. They're like, okay, what's the terrible secret space? What are you stringing me along right. to, so I don't know about it? Here's the thing. In this book, some of the characters know what the terrible secret of space is, and they're not telling our main viewpoint characters. And I'm like... Yeah. But, but also not us. No, also not us as as, as, the as, reader. as readers. Yeah. But I didn't know that until that ninety percent of the t- of the way through, and then they just tell it. And I'm like, you could have told me the reader, like you could have told me the reader of that six hours ago or yeah. something like that. <laughs> okay. And it, it felt like I was being kept stupid yeah. by the by the. Uh, um, by the, you know, by the, the author, by Adrian Tchaikovsky, for no reason except that he had to, you know, he wanted this book to be about the same length as the previous two books. I'm like, no, this is, this is worse than like the Murderbot series where we're like, oh, perfectly good novella, perfectly good novella, another perfectly good novella, another perfectly good novella, novel. a very long, boring novel, which is going on too long, which is padded out because you wanted to get your book into a different category to win the Hugo Nebula. And then yeah. another perfectly fine novella. I'm like, yeah, it's, this is a novella length story. Like, right. it's totally fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah I do. I do. Um, but is this is this part like is this officially a trilogy? It is. It's Children of Time book three, and, and so it does wrap but, up. Which, it, it does. It it definitely fits with the previous. And no books. more book coming. I, there could. I would be totally fine with more books. Yeah. In this series, yeah. no problem at all. I just think this is a miss. Yes. Do you understand? Yeah, that happens. You know, uh, especially if you have all the stuff ready and it's a yeah. it's a good so there's some good stories um and then uh, it's it's not like you say it happens but this is adrian for me this is adrian Tchaikovsky's like first big miss i mean not all of his books are good yeah is it gates of eden i can't remember the one where there's spaceships flying around london see there's another one there's all these doors of eden oh is it doors of eden yeah. all these crazy things from all the other things and then at the end he's like all oh, right now what we're going to do is spend lots of time with these boring human characters and i'm like over here are like more interesting non-human characters yeah. doing the cool like, stuff the, like authors need science fiction authors need to understand that we spend our time with humans we want to spend time with the things that we don't know we don't have and we are not so i totally understand that frustration so we get to the end of children of memory Memory? children children of memory gets the end that like 90 percent of the way through when you start maybe even later than 90 percent because literally nothing happens afterwards they're like and now here is the secret here's the big twist this is what you've been reading this is what's been confusing for you all along and, and the we, end. We pop out the other side, <laughs> and we're like, "And let's go on another adventure," which is a which is a reference oh. to the to the second book, which you'll get up to. Let's okay. go on an adventure, and I'm like, "All right, let's go on an adventure," mm. and I'm like, "But nothing mattered." And the yeah. reason why you got to the end of Aversion by Alistair Reynolds and cried at the end <laughs> is because when it's all wrapped up and you know all the secrets and there's nothing more to go, no. the may our main character, our main character <laughs> goes on and has closure and you're like oh this person's life from now on is going to be crying at a book crying crying this is why crying now just uh, uh, li- on the memory of yeah, a book that yeah, i read really i mean this is why i gave the book four and a half stars is because it's a really <gasps> affecting book at the end of this book i was like oh right okay well i just don't care and it's a, it's a similar kind of not a similar ending but we're like and now our main character can go on and do this and i was like don't give a shit and because 
everything that happened before then didn't mean anything. Right. None of it was real in a way which I don't, I'm not going to go into, but it didn't, it made me feel cheated out of any character development because if everything's told out of order, like if if everything is told non-linearly, the character that we have at the end isn't the character like, that we just read about. That we just read about just yeah. before. We're like, oh, well, okay. that's a different character. Like, yeah. d- doing stuff non-linear. You remember we did the uh, Project Hail Mary. We reviewed that. Yeah. And I was like, what annoyed me most is that there's a big twist right at the end of that. Yeah. But all of the character development happens at this, like, between 85% of the way through the book and 95% or 90%. It's like this 5% where he realizes what the big... Oh, I I was... I don't need to give it away, but like, oh, this is a big reveal about my character. It's like, yeah, but that didn't mean anything because you lost your memory. It's, again, it's like like children, memory, what What do you remember? What don't you remember? It's sort of like all of your backstory doesn't mean anything, even if we're reading about it now, if you've had a mind reset and, like, the character that we're actually spending time with has only existed for five percent of the book yes you know yes. again there isn't i'm not I, again i'm trying to find other examples which don't spoil um what happens what here. happens kind of i kind of can i kind of now can guess my way into what okay, happens wh- but wh- what I, what's what's the terrible secret of space well it it seems like it has something to do with some sort of um i wouldn't say simulation but like some sort of uh mind things yeah, that's that, it yeah that's it uh, so but but i don't mind knowing that but what i what i think um what i think is the importance here is that we to get a connection with the character living through it mm. we need to we need to be told what they are feeling towards it like and and to the way that they are discovering stuff and the way that in aversion our main character yeah. like he found out all the things yeah. and 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 figured it all out but then it was it was so human and so yeah. like so like yeah, yeah it, it made me made me feel for this guy yeah. and that's the thing if you tell a story out of order like the person that we're spending time with just before uh, actually i had this i had a similar issue with the um the the movie little women which i thought was fantastic yeah. but i did get a bit emotional whiplash because they're doing a, a non-linear story mm. at one point like uh, uh, spoilers somebody dies in the yeah. funeral and next they're like and now yes everyone lives and I was like oh no in the book that yeah. happens that we had a long time to get over that yes. and we after the funeral we don't have a flashback to the time that that person was still alive and all happy and it's like oh right no like so it's it, you can do non-linear storytelling and make yeah. us feel a lot for the character yeah. but at some point you've got to bed in yeah. and go okay now actually we need to have like a long run time with this this person yeah you know yeah. and the twist like i say isn't clever enough yeah or the reveal isn't clever enough to make the non-linear structure terrible secret of space what's out there in the forest yeah you know what does it all mean and stuff it's just confusing for a long time yeah. well not even confusing it's just like deliberately obtuse for a long time yeah. and then reveal and end and you're yeah. like ah oh. and the way that the way that my my feelings in in aversion yeah how like the way that this story is being told is so clever right that even the reveal that we get and we get the reality and yeah. the truth yeah for me this character is because it was it was told so well and yeah. i i i got their 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 emotions yeah and the the way that they see themselves yeah so well that i don't care what happened in yeah. the reveal 
I, I still have... Well, the... no, you do care. Because yes. the, what, how they react to that reveals more about them as a human. Yes. But what if the person who's doing some <laughs> reacting is like a, a 10-year-old girl who doesn't have any life experience? You're like, yeah. I don't care what the children think. I know that's weird to say, but they're not <laughs> developed enough as a human being for me to care what happens to them after the terrible secret of space is revealed. Mm. Especially if they're a simulation and not real or whatever it's going to be. Or if they're only a figment of someone's imagination. Like, I I know this kind of thing is done. You know, like in the, in what is in the Marvel one, the Scarlet Witch. No, was it? Not Scarlet Witch. Um, WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision. And you're like, oh, she's having to give up her children who she created in her only facets of her own mind or yeah. whatever it's going to be. Yeah, like they're not even real. But yeah. like for her, they're real. Yeah, for her, they're real. And, they, and <laughs> the how well a TV show works yeah. in that way or a movie or a story works any kind of book or story works is how uh, how real that character is to you or how much you care about that character yeah even if they are just a figment of someone's imagi- imagination or if they are just a computer simulation or if they don't exist in this timeline and you're you're bringing them over from a different parallel universe you know all those different kind of things like yeah. like the reason we care about whatever this timeline is yeah. in this thing is because yeah sure there's multiple other timelines but we care about this timeline because we're spending time with this character in this timeline right here this yes. one here yeah. you know yeah um so anyway, it's, it's... It's all about the connection the reader yeah. has. Now, if this book was all about the, the mother of this child or the father or a brother or something, that's a very easy way into it. Mm. You know, like that family connection. Yeah. It's a good way in. Maybe if she had some proper connections with like the other characters there, but she was never fully connected. She was just spending time in this world, not by herself, but like disconnected from who I was caring about or who I thought I should be caring about. Yeah. When you started talking about... Um, she being the granddaughter i was immediately interestingly enough i was thinking about um the what's what's the book called the the planet of exiles yeah you know where we have where we have the the grandfather yeah who who tries to, to get connections to all his to children and yeah. friend, and then he has a conversation with her yeah and and doesn't remember her name and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and he feels bad about that and stuff so that that is this the family connection of uh like grandfather granddaughter kind of thing yeah it and can be powerful it can be very powerful and but obviously here i, I haven't read it yet but that's obviously something missing in these connections i mean i'm guessing that is all part of you know why and the whole like what we are meant to what we're meant to experience and here's the thing of all of the things of all of the options that i had in my head all these theories that were in my head at the start it's like the most boring option okay like i really wanted it to be some time travel thing or i really wanted i don't know what i wanted you know but but the way that it's done isn't good and then i read of course i read sea of tranquility as well and in there they're talking about oh is that is it that time travel or are we all in a simulation Mm. and there's like is there a fault in the simulation and that's what causes this paradox you know or or did the paradox cause the fault in the simulation (laughs) are we in the simulation other people like i don't care if we're in the simulation because you know life's good here and we've got to make the even if we are in a simulation we've got to make the best of it. you know what what sea of tranquility was grappling with very explicitly yeah even that was kind of missing from this book yeah you know no 
I get it. Because it was, we never left the situation and we never had the conversation about what's outside of the situation that we we're in until 90% of the way through. Yeah. And that didn't give enough time for that to change anyone's characters enough for me to care about what their reaction was to it. Or yes. what's their reaction? And the reaction can't be, oh, I feel sad about this or I feel happy about this. It has to be, how does this change my actions in the future? Yeah. You know, the big reveal of and the, the matrix when we has, saw it. Yeah. So like, oh, we're all living in a simulation. Yeah. But then the real movie is we want to get humans out. We want to save humans and get humans out of this simulation because we're all slaves and we're all, you know, batteries yeah. and processing power for the, you know, battery power or whatever it is for the for the machines. Yes. There needs to be the a twist. Re- yeah, there, there, there needs you to be could a say there's a twist that they were yeah. living in a simulation, and it's a great turning point. Mm. But it's only a twist for Mr. Anderson, for mm. Neo, mm. and then the story kicks into gear, and mm. we get to learn who he is as a person and yeah. who the other people are as a person, yeah. and we don't care that. Agent Smith is a simulation or a machine or whatever. Yeah. We get to know this. We get to, and Agent Smith becomes one of the all-time great movie villains. Yes, and of course, when they wanted a villain for the next two movies, they're like, "Well, Smith, of course." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but also we get to get their story told a little bit and then have an understanding for them. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but that, and in the same that all way, happens in, after the twist, is what I'm saying. But in the same way with aversion, there we get a twist. Yeah, but we also don't care. Because why do you say we don't care? Well, in, we don't we, because we follow this character along yeah. in their development yeah. and their realization of what happens, and in the same way that they then get back into the thing, into the story. Yeah, is then we understand why yeah, 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 and yeah, we yeah. understand what they're doing yeah, and why do, no, they're doing it. It's not that we don't care; it's that we yes. really do care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can do the same thing with some time travel. You could be like, yeah. "Oh, none of the stuff that happened yeah. in the past mattered." It's like, yeah, but the, we. We care that yes. they went back and changed the past, and now they're living a different one. Yeah. Because we see that Marty McFly is really annoyed that Biff is now, you know, owning the, you know, the town hall or the casino, whatever it is, and yeah. and has married his mother and all this other kind of weird stuff. Yeah, like that's what we like. That's like that. How the characters react to this and what they want to do to either change it or how it changes their actions in the future is the point of a twist and a reveal. Yes, it's about the characters it's about how it changes them yes you know yeah absolutely if it's just the sixth sense that's fine because it's like you know it's one of those uh, you know it's about it's about an emotional shock it's about a punch in the face yes and done well a good punch in the face with an you know an m night Shyamalan movie is that's then you don't need the continuation because because it's about that moment it's about that moment that's what the experience is that you're going into when you go into a an m night Shyamalan ding dong uh movie (laughs) come on uh so Anyway, yes. that's what I'm saying. This this book, Children yeah. of Memory, yeah, works uh, as a surface uh, on the surface level. It works as the third book in the trilogy. Okay, it's got some good Adrian Tchaikovsky fun storytelling and not storytelling, fun like world building and interesting characters, characters and turns yeah. of phrases and stuff. Yeah, in a way which is good and playful. It which is like it, it's like the best of like um, Ian and Banks when he's sort of like, what about this situation and yeah. just can like spin out a world <laughs> and the language and the characters Ab- live abs- there and stuff. Most absurd stuff. Yeah, yeah, but... and just go for it. It's like, oh yeah, let's just go and. He, he's got a brain that can do that hmm. this book fails on a story basis right. in a way which is which like his best his best stories that i've read don't okay you know what i mean yeah it fa- fails no, i get it it just it it's 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 literally 90 percent or like you get to that 90 percent of the way book through the book and you're like really that like okay. that was the twist <laughs> yeah you know yeah 
And it's very rare that you get, oh, that was the twist, mm. you know, or yeah, that was the reveal. Think, like I always have the hopes that I get a book that is like you you have a different approach to this but yeah. i always have the approach of that i do want the author and the the, the things that happen in the book to be more clever than i yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, i love, think it. Of I love stuff. it when that happens too because um and i sometimes do like it when i know yeah. all along what happens the, the best but, the, the best way of calibrating this is if you like say you're reading a book and you're like on on what page you know 370 or whatever it's going to be 378 of, of oh it doesn't matter it doesn't mean i'm just saying page 370 you're like oh shit i think i know what's going <laughs> to happen and you turn the page and you're like oh yeah and then page 380 you're like and there it happens and you're like yes and you're yeah. like oh great that was 10 10 pages after 370 pages of going oh what's going on <laughs> like you work it out and then mm -hmm. 10 pages later or one page later you're like that's perfectly calibrated that the the author is like is like pacing things out mm. and revealing things to your exactly your level but you still get the satisfaction of working out before the author explicitly tells yes, you even if it's just one page before. yeah even if it's one page well 10 pages that's why i say 10 pages is a yeah. good span yeah if the book is 400 pages long and you're on page 370 like at that level oh, it's really great that an author can reveal stuff yeah. just then yeah. but you know like i say in that brandon sanderson book i was like that you know that was like a you know 50 hour audio book <laughs> yeah. or whatever it was and it was right near the end where i was like oh the reason these 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 uh people didn't kill all these other people and kept uh, them around I was like it's very convenient that they're keeping around all these very you know powerful and it's right near the end i was like oh that's uh -huh. the reason why so that other person who was thought this person this person thought they were cleverer than them they weren't clever they were the other person was clever in his sense i was like oh yeah brandon sanderson is cleverer than me all along you know he it's a, yes. a good author can string you along for a 50-hour audiobook yeah adrian tchaikovsky strung me along for about two hours yeah. of a 13-hour audiobook and revealed it at hour 12 or something yeah and then was like and now the wrap-up where people live happily ever after and can go on another adventure mm. okay but i still think I, I'm just um, saying six going, hours of this felt like wasted time. Two stars. I understand. Let's let, let me let me say it this yeah. way. I'm going to read Children of Ruin now. Yeah. And whenever this book, Children of Memory, mm -hmm. comes available on the library app, yeah. I will read it. Yeah. But with no expectations and i also yeah. won't particularly uh like now go because i don't think it's currently available i'm now yeah. not going to go ahead and take put the effort in yeah. to get it yeah to continue reading it it's just one of those books that i can then read along at some point when it becomes available but it's i'm not yeah. going to be like oh I, i really 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 want to read the next follow-up book or yeah. like you know this kind of stuff no i get it Okay. Again, and that's why I, that's why it's for me like this could have been this this trilogy you know like we're talking about top five trilogies or top <laughs> five series or something <laughs> this could have literally been one of the, my my favorite series of all time just because it's like so like way let's go craziness world building weird aliens yeah and then it just fell flat in his face like do you like spending time with human children i was like yeah no problem except in a world where like octopuses are intelligent <laughs> and spiders <laughs> and artificial intelligences <laughs> and ravens like yeah like i want to spend time with With them but yeah. these authors always go right we've uplifted this alien we spent time over there now third book in the series small human children i'm like oh fuck, kill me <laughs> yeah. and then uh, and then the failure of the 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 terrible secret of space yeah which i will now google and see if i can find the original terrible yeah, secret space about, uh, animation like some flash animation i think it was okay so it's probably just like some really shitty youtube videos in uh 240p yeah, yeah because this yeah, flash was discontinued before 4k came along and yes. now you can probably see it in amazing but like flash doesn't exist so yeah 
Oh well, let, let, yeah, I would definitely want to see uh, stairs pushing robots. People, people. Again, yeah. this is literally I. I haven't seen the. I don't know what it is. The, the my know. exposure to Tell Secret Space is that the like Geek Nights podcast use it to oh, talk secondhand. about. Yeah, they talk. They're literally saying, "Oh yeah, I started watching. I don't know what's the what some anime series, Attack on Titan, and I watched it until the end of the third season. But they just kept saying, "Oh, something's over there. Like, what's the Terrible Secret of Space? And they're like, "I'll just read the Wikipedia page <laughs> to tell so I know what the Terrible Secret of Space is, and then yeah. I don't have to watch you know season three of whatever it is. You know? Yeah. And so it's a shorthand for them of like a uh, something that is being artificially kept from you yeah, to but string out you along. Continuously. Yeah, like what's the thing in the forest? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. you know, we'll find that out later, and then oh, someone I, finds oh, out. Oh, like, th- all the, these the other characters knew. The, the worst and most impactful thing in yeah. the forest for me was me watching the movie The Village by myself. <laughs> Holy shit! Talk about M Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong. That was the. The, the most cruel not horror a bad thing movie to, like no, people not, people talk not down bad, his movie it was I, very effectful to me when i was whatever affecting. effect it's very affecting to me effect effectful is that not a word not affecting anyway, affecting anyway, anyway, it was very impactful um, that's a better word. <laughs> <laughs> when i was i don't know 15 or 16 yeah. or when i watched it by myself not recommending that um so i i know about this kind of like what's in in, in the forest and and it keeps being pointed out so there must be something important yeah. about it all right turns out they were in the forest all right uh. let's wrap it up there okay you can follow um, me on oh goodreads yeah, yeah I've, I've I, already, just, already, I was just about I, to I, say I was, what, what are other people saying yeah this has got 4.16 rating overall but that's mainly down to people continuing reading it yeah But also, I don't understand. But people like it. People but like ma- see, sometimes people do like yeah, yeah. thoughts of small children. Maybe it's just maybe other people. Yeah, are, are happy after like there's they're like, hey, the best bit of this book are like the ravens. But five mm, percent of the book, fifty percent of the book, this small child called Liff. Anyway, uh, Lindsay five stars. Colin four stars. Ryan rated it. Uh, didn't rate it. A book with too much kern that uses poor communication to drag out a story that didn't need to have been so long or boring. <laughs> hey, Ryan, yeah. you're on the same page yeah. as me. He yeah. just read it in December as well. We read okay. this at the same time. Yeah. I didn't see this review because he actually finished this book uh, after I did, so I didn't yes. see this before. One day I'll read this again to see if my disappointment in children of memory, not having my favorite characters and species from the previous books, has horrendously tainted my initial read. I wanted octopuses, spiders, and something new. Damn it. Okay, so next time we just read out other people's reviews and yeah. then we can save a 50 minute yeah. of a 52 minute uh, podcast i think i got into the reasons why <laughs> yeah matthew five stars roland five stars jacob five stars raya ray b four stars steve three stars mikey long chadwick rated it three stars and there's a highlight if i click on that what do i get oh what's a highlight i don't know i'm clicking that i don't know this uh But then blame is just credit for something that's gone wrong. Yeah. Thing is, Adrian Tchaikovsky can write really good sentences and some really good quips. Yes. You know, he's, he's definitely really good at this. He's really good. Like he's got the he's got the um, uh, Douglas Adams touch. Mm. You know, maybe mm. the uh, uh, you know yeah. Again, uh, Ian and Banks had this as well. These yeah. really great turns of phrase where you go, oh, that makes me think about this thing in a different way from before. Yes. But yes. Yes. Some, like I say, really good writing of a story that falls flat. Lots of people marked it as to read. And again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't read this book. I'm just saying go into it knowing that Luke rated it two stars. But if you already went past the spoiler horn, I guess you don't care why I get uh, you, you. You didn't care enough about the book to to be concerned about the spoilers. Or, or you just listen like the oh, way the it. same way that I will I still haven't even, haven't even given that many spoilers except talking about that, you know, the, the issues, pacing yeah. issues. 
and the twist. <laughs> It's okay. What's the next book you're going to read or are you reading or are you going to review? I don't know. What book did you finish? I thought you were finishing a book. I was finishing a book. book. I, I thought uh, you finished... Book. Book uh, I finished last was a version. Oh, and now you're reading. Oh, I thought you read. I thought you were reading another book. What's the, What's the other book that you're reading? Uh Green Mars because that was available on, oh. the, on the library <laughs> really? app. Really, you're going for Green Mars? Uh, the follow-up book to a book that you thought was too long and had too much politics, yeah, and you're going for the follow-up book. <laughs> it's just a book that was available and that okay. <laughs> I can just read and. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Night's Dawn trilogy. Time time to spend credits on long books. Get my money's worth with my Audible credits. Right. Night's Dawn trilogy. Peter F. Hamilton. Peter F. Hamilton. Night's Dawn. Purely because I was like, hey, new new book by um by Peter F. Hamilton, and it was. Uh, now, uh, one second. Let me. I should do this on the when we do the review of this. But uh, Peter F. Hamilton had a new book that came out. Okay. And I was like, Hole in the Sky came out uh, in 2021. And the next book, or book three, came out of this. Yeah. Queens of the Alien Sun is the third book. And I was like, oh, new book, whatever, came out in December. So I was like, oh, let's jump in the series. Hole in the Sky, Arkship Trilogy, book one by Peter Hamilton. And I was like, oh, I'm spending a lot of time with a human child. And I was like, oh, well, not human child. It's like a teenage girl. And I was like, is this, is this? Is this young adult? And I and oh. I went over and checked out a Goodreads. It's like, oh yeah, it's a young adult series. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's not for me at all. Like some very basic, again, cleverly written, some fun stuff, you know, about a, a spaceship with like an arc ship, you know, a colony uh -huh. ship where everything's gone wrong and now they're living in a pastoral thing. So they're like, oh yeah, there's this thing, a hole in the ground, and it's got it's called the Blue Line, but I don't know why it's called the Blue Line. Mm. And of course, it's a subway station, but the people there don't forgotten. And I was like, I just don't care about this at all. I, this is going to be very basic basic you know arc ship stuff yeah and the hole in the sky for, is obviously young, where they've got to go person they've got to get to the hole in the sky and once they get through there they're going to get control of the spaceship again you know and okay you well, just you just you just start reading it and go oh i know this if this is your first experience of all of these science fiction tropes if you're a young great. adult author it's going to be great yeah. uh, i am not a 12 year old boy or girl who needs to be exposed to this stuff so yeah. so uh, and i actually wrote in my review of that i made a review on goodreads saying didn't finish this book only got like the first uh, few chapters in yeah it, all it did was make me want to read the um the uh night's dawn trilogy again and so then, <laughs> and when so, I, then you went so when i went over and returned the credit i was like oh i've got like three or four credits left yeah. I've got three credits left i'll just start in with the night's dawn trilogy again and okay. so that is what i've done back but in my you read that before i've read it before but a long time ago yeah, yeah reality dysfunction is the next book but it's quite long 41 hours and six minutes here Oof. it's really good to get it like is, oh, it, these books are so long that in german it's being split yeah, into yeah, you multiple actually, books you never finished the series you read the we'll talk about this when we get to the we get to the review itself yes and, and um, i will then figure out which ones i read which ones i didn't which ones i listened yeah. to and when did i stop and how many books i got into in the i don't know yep. three splits let's see if we can finish this up before an hour out this oh, we podcast can. Yeah. yeah so anyway that's the book and it was so the next episode might be in a few weeks time because uh luke isn't finishing this book anytime soon it's taking <laughs> yeah. me quite a while to get through not because it's not good oh it's like long. i'm enjoying it it's very good but yeah it's taking it's uh, it's just long where was this from from uh when was, did he write this oh, i don't know like I it's it's like it's i could earlier. literally sit here and look it up Okay. But it's this podcast is just going to go on longer and longer yeah. talking about a book that literally the next episode okay, is going to be about. Okay, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it on okay, the next episode. Yes. Or two episodes depending on what books you've read. read okay. Next. Let's do it.
All right. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, what I say? Become my friend on Goodreads so we can see what your uh, reviews are of books we've read. Go over to the SFBRP listener group. Other people have been giving episode feedback, which is good fun. Yeah. Someone says, hey, you should check out this stuff. And I was like, he's talking about the wrong book. <laughs> no, we were, we were discussing City of Illusions, not mm. the... Not, not the um, not the disillusions. No, was it? The disaffected. What was it called? Dispossessed. Not the dispossessed. dispossessed yeah. yeah, anyway, or Left Hand of Darkness or whatever. Says. Sorry, you're recommending movies of a book that we didn't review, but yeah. good good job. Anyway, uh, keep keep the feedback coming because we do enjoy that. Uh, and also it's fun to have people replying that they're listening to so I can see that yes. people are listening to yeah. the podcast. Thank you, can, you so you much for that. You can follow us on um, Instagram. I'm Luke Burridge there. Juliano is J-U-K-U Berlin. Yeah. You can also follow us on Mastodon. The yes. links to our Mastodon handles are in the description or show notes of this podcast so look on your podcast player you can click a link and it'll open it you know what I don't know how Mastodon works when you click links because I don't do that either way it's there yes um, so you can check out our sporadic um, comments and messages on Mastodon which to be honest for me even more yeah. spare than you do yeah no but I've enjoyed doing it actually some podcast listeners have already followed me and I, and oh. I followed them back so oh, that's fun so I can uh, so I'm in, enjoying uh, this like low low effort um easy social media stuff again that's nice which was i never really had with twitter yeah although by, by the time i left twitter even before elon musk bought it and all that kind of oh. stuff i was down to i think 30 followers yeah no no 30 followers i was only following 30, 30 accounts yeah or something like that, that so for sense. me it was very very low volume and uh yeah I'm, I'm, it's good to move over to Macedon where it's like that, not by design, but that's just the state of it at the moment. Yes. So it's good fun. Oh, uh, we only got uh, 30 seconds. Thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.